Herald Finders by George Fenn. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 19 Isn't it grand? cried Chris, as he tightened the girths of his saddle during the final preparations for the start, everyone being well armed, and in face of the fact that they meant to be back at the camp the same evening burdened with nothing but a wallet containing a little food and a bottle of water isn't what grand replied ned why riding off into a country where nobody has been before and not knowing what wonderful discoveries we may make oh yes i suppose so but i wish old griggs had spoken out as he has done now before we started what about what about why our having to go on and on till all the stores are finished and then for us to get nothing but frizzled meat to eat and water to drink that's a nice lookout upon my word here see if you can get my girth tightened to this hole the brute has been eating till he's as round as a tub so has mine i haven't got the girth as tight as it was last time by three holes oh then you needn't bother i'm one hole better than you all right then we shall have to tighten up two or three times to-day ready boys cried the doctor that's right now sling your guns are you loaded yes father bullet in one barrel shot cartridge in the other now then mount you follow us and griggs will bring up the rear that's right said chris in a whisper we can make him talk to us and tell us about how he got on when he was travelling before the start was made and as soon as the marshy part was cleared there was no need to ride in single file the doctor allowed his two friends to come up abreast and griggs urged his pony forward to get between the boys here we are then he said cheerily now we can have a palaver about indians said ned eagerly indians not a bit of it we don't want any indians i say nice thing to find when we get back that they had raided the camp and cleared off everything mules and all oh i say griggs cried the boys together don't it would be horrible why part of us ought to stop and guard the camp either of you like the job said the american chris and ned leaned so as to gaze across griggs pony in each other's eyes bah they won't find it even if there are any in this neighbourhood cried the american nice country ain't it rather better than the desert but isn't it a pity that we are not going right up the mountain to-day i'd like to go all the way said griggs yes i should cried chris eagerly i want to get the glass and look around i think i could make out the mountains on the old map if i saw them very nice if you could said griggs dryly but it's early morning yet you wait till afternoon and then see if you wish the same i think you'll fancy we've had enough of it for one day and want to get back to camp for supper oh i don't know said chris merrily i'm not always thinking of eating like ned is 
eh oh say i like that why i never do didn't you grumble just now about the time when we should have nothing but meat and water here i say griggs what's that i mean those there's more than one yes keep quiet more than twenty my lads not indians are they whispered chris with bated breath where where panted ned over yonder half a mile away you can just see their black heads above the grass they're watching us what in that open grassy piece with those trees yes i see now i'll canter forward and tell them no no sit still and go steadily on i don't want em scared it's a sight worth seeing they're getting scarce now nearly all have been shot up in the north yes i know they're getting scarce up there said chris excitedly while ned's eyes began to open wider and wider but we ought to warn my father nay i dare say he sees them by now shout to him in case he doesn't said chris excitedly no no replied griggs who was shading his eyes to keep off the sun they'd hear us if i shouted and be off at once but i'm afraid they'll begin shooting who'll begin shooting those indians griggs turned in his saddle to look wonderingly at the speaker and then his features began to relax but grew hard again at once and he said quietly oh i see shoot at us why they're doing that now and making bull's eyes what do you mean cried chris sharply what have i said here ned he's laughing at us that i wasn't cried griggs i only nearly smiled why do you mean to tell me that you don't know what those are indians aren't they black heads or black feet i don't know that's very evident said griggs grimly why they're buffaloes bisons staring at us with their heads just above the grass oh cried chris so they are then they mean beef cried ned excitedly there what did i say said chris laughing he's thinking about roast beef for dinner then he won't get any to-day cried griggs there they go they've taken alarm oh cried ned as the black objects suddenly disappeared we ought to have shot one they're all right said griggs coolly we know that there are buffaloes in this part of the country and we can stalk one when we like we don't want meat to-day i say boys we've only seen them but we know now there's something else what cried ned wolves how do you know always are they follow the bison droves but a great bull bison could easily kill a wolf but a calf couldn't said griggs dryly they hang about after the droves so as to pull down the very young calves and kill the mothers too sometimes well this is a good beginning and i only hope we may find beef like this in our larder wherever we go till we discover the old city 
they haven't seen them said chris shout and tell them then now chris gave a hail and made the announcement where shouted wilton excitedly out of sight now sir replied griggs the grass is very high down in that hollow but if you look towards those trees you may see what i can now the tall grass waving as if something was plunging through it i see them said bourne directly after and i cried wilton let's ride hard and cut them off but a word from the doctor checked him why not he said we shall want the food yes some time said the doctor the buffaloes will not go far from such abundant pasture with water close at hand we can pick up a few birds as we come back i dare say enough for this evening and to-morrow i want to get on as far as can to-day and see for a new camping-place as we agreed that's right sir said griggs if we stop to get a shot or two at those fellows they may lead us another way and what with the shooting skinning and cutting up we shan't make such a hole in the morning that we must put off our exploring till to-morrow oh very well said wilton rather ungraciously but when we do want our joints mark my word we shall not be able to get a shot griggs laughed and shook his head don't agree with you mr wilton he said there goes something else eh where cried wilton through the tall grass yonder i fancy a deer of some kind something small but i can't see what it is whatever it may be said the doctor it's running through the grass in the direction we are going look at the grass yonder it's waving as something passes through it but whatever it was they could not get a glimpse of it though time after time when they felt that the game had either been passed or had gone off to the right or left they saw the grass in motion again then it stopped altogether and the grass began to grow shorter before them the longer beds being down to their right where the land sloped down and they here and there caught the glint of water why we must be following up the bed of an underground river said bourne and this keeps breaking out from time to time forming quite a chain of little lakes yes there look those must be ducks ducks they are cried griggs as a little flock rose cackling from somewhere away to their right and skimmed along over the top of some waving reed beds but far out of shot another proof that we shall not starve said the doctor as they rode slowly on with the grass in places reaching to their saddle-bows let's strike away to the left here he continued i fancy the ground is drier it is certainly wetter down to the right there and the grass longer he was quite right for by bearing off a little they found at the end of about half a mile that their progress had grown more and more easy the grass now only reaching to their stirrup irons while away further to their left it was shorter still looking quite lawn-like in the distance we were a good deal higher than we were at the camp aren't we asked bourne certainly and far off as we are 
we certainly seem to be approaching the mountain by a gradual slope and that chain of pools and swamps is something of a river or stream that comes down from one of the valleys yonder hello look out every one present had already been put on by the kivive by a quick rustling in front followed by a loud whirring sound as some half a dozen birds which they had evidently been driving before them through the long grass in which they had kept out of sight had now found themselves too much exposed in the shorter herbage and taken flight big partridges monsters cried chris excitedly yes said the doctor dryly the most monstrous partridges i ever saw chris why they're turkeys boy they're making for those trees yonder across the pools eh griggs that's right sir they'd be worth stalking too but i don't think we could follow them through that swamp i dare say though that we could get a shot at them some other day maybe perhaps as we come back we'll be ready for them then said the doctor quietly now then the ground's firm and the grass getting shorter let's try a canter he pressed his pony's sides and led off the rest following in single file now with the ground slowly rising the grass getting shorter and shorter till at the end of about half an hour the doctor reached the bottom of the mound drew rein and let his mount walk to the summit where he halted for his companions to join him and drink in the soft cool air as yet unheated by the ardent sun the next few minutes were spent in sweeping the country round and in a very short time they were pretty well acquainted with their position for right away forward to their left the grass grew shorter and shorter for a couple of miles till it looked more than ever like some lawn whose soft green grew greyer and greyer till it was a dull of shimmering white a great lake cried chris try again my boy said his father tisn't salt desert is it said the boy breathe in the air that is coming from it my lad hot and dry cried chris excitedly that's why i was getting so warm i thought it was from riding so fast we're skirting the edge of the desert said the doctor using his glass yes as far as i can see it is all tableland that way the grass soon ends and all is dusty sand with the air quivering over it as it sweeps away towards the mountain chain while this way to the right the grass and trees seem to run up green and beautiful into the hills which widen out into a valley can you see water sir yes said the doctor scanning the land to his right and away forward water in two places our course is plain enough to keep along here at the edge of a great plain where the grass is short and the ground firm we are on a dividing line between the bad land and the rich park-like patches and the pools and swamp this ought to take us into the valley yonder and to one of those hills where we can camp in what must be a good hunting country forward they cantered on drawing rain now and then to breathe their horses to find that the desert land with its quivering layer of air 
grew more clearly marked on one side the country more beautiful and park-like diversified by hill and dale on the other and away in front of the mighty peak looking as distant as ever but with its features more plainly defined twice over they came to a halt the first time being at the edge of a narrow lake which resembled a piece cut off from a tolerably wide river whose ends had been filled up by the growth of reeds noon was long past but the air was so fresh and invigorating and their level track so easy to follow that the doctor decided upon pushing on again for another couple of hours before making a final halt for refreshment and then turning back this final stoppage was beneath a clump of fairly grown trees whose boughs formed a goodly shade from the westering sun and all revelled in the beauty of the view forward as they partook of their scanty meal glorious said the doctor at last we can't do better than make our way up here to-morrow the journey for the mules will be easy enough if we bear more to the left and they ought to get up here by night the others agreed griggs being fueled of approbation and in two days will easily take us right up to the slopes of that mountain shouldn't wonder if we started early enough if we did it in one but hadn't we better be going back now sir yes at once said the doctor can you pick up our trail now and then only leaving it when we can cut off some of the way i shouldn't wonder if i could sir was the reply i'll try that's right but we must spread out a little and be on the lookout for a shot or two so as to have something to cook when we reach camp partridges father said chris unslinging his gun yes said the doctor smiling we ought to get one or two of those monsters if we get a chance but as wilton had suggested now that they wanted something in the way of game nothing was to be seen and they were fully halfway back and the evening coming on fast but with the moon well up ready to give its light as the sun went down before there was a fair chance they had seen partridges again and sent a flock of ducks skimming over the reeds but in both cases they had risen far out of shot we must get more into the longer grass said griggs at last we shall get something then and as soon as we've got enough we can bear off again into the short and canter it proved to be good advice for about half an hour later when they had been compelled by the thickness of the growth to proceed at a walk griggs who was in front suddenly turned in his saddle come more into line he said there is something on in front waiting to be flushed the evolution was made and the six ponies went steadily on through the dense growth with a loud rustling sound while from time to time a glimpse was obtained of the waving green surface being agitated not far in front plainly showing that they were driving something before them which way will they go griggs when we flush them said the doctor i don't see any trees to the left sir or they'd fly for them so i fancy they'll rise and make for the open plain yonder it looks quite clear and if we don't bring any down when they rise we ought to canter out after them and get a shot there 
or write them down too long a task as it's getting so late oh no sir they're very heavy birds but i don't like this we're getting into longer grass and down dismount quick everyone quick nobody stopped to ask why but obeyed one whom they knew to be the most experienced member of the party and his tone of voice was so eager and intense that all thought the time had come for a good shot as dropping from their saddles they stood ready to fire over the ponies heads well where's the game said the doctor after a few moments silence here sir said griggs hoarsely were it if we've been seen what do you mean look yonder sir over the grass out towards the desert where there's that golden shimmer above the plain i don't see yes i do stoop stoop everyone or we shall be seen if it isn't too late there was a quick movement amongst the party every head being lowered everyone stooping a little to peer over the level top of the grass to see as it were a panorama of black figures moving along a golden band a party of some thirty or forty mounted indians walking their ponies in single file as if going in the same direction as the explorers and not a quarter of a mile away haven't they seen us griggs whispered the doctor don't know yet sir said the american but if they haven't they must be half blind yes they've seen us for certain i should say and they're bearing inward so as to cut us off end of chapter nineteen